With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Why can't it be something nice? <laughs> that something is sentimental. Nice. That is nice. Legit, girlfriend at the time, when I was what? 15 or 16 i got i got a henrik and daniel jersey like both what? of them that's like 400 bucks bro when she was 15 16 man i i Whoa. held i held her hand the right way that's all i'm saying okay holy shit you're that's crazy not the right way that's crazy right back in the day good times man oh man christmas is coming up i can't wait this is the last episode that we are recording live i guess because we've done some pre-recorded ones trevor's going off to australia quickly tell the I- listeners what are you most excited about during this trip to drive around on some godforsaken islands with dingoes and kangaroos it's gonna be fucking awesome man what the fuck is a dingo it's just a big dog man think of think it was like the desert coyote it's the desert dogs man speaking of which we're gonna be talking about the coyotes on this episode so tune in to the next episode of silky and filthy Hello, hello. Merry Christmas to all of y'all. I'm Trevor Beggs. He's Kyle Bowen. Welcome to another episode of Silky and Filthy. Kyle, what's going on, man? You in the Christmas spirit or what? Oh, buddy. You know I am. You got the Christmas music in the back. Shout out the Chicho Beats. I did license this beat a year ago. I used it for a posted up Christmas special, so we still have the full power to use it. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. with this. I love this beat, first of all. A little hip-hop hip-hop christmas beat what's what's the song again rudolph the red nose reindeer had a very shiny nose yeah damn i was singing some nickelback earlier today i'm having a good time man i'm having some i'm having a great day today you know there's so many artists out there that have done christmas remixes can Mm. you imagine how pissed off people would be if nickelback did like their own like rudolph the red nose reindeer no that that's not it i don't know how would they do one you're better at this. You you've listened to more Nickelback. Not to say that I haven't. But you, you almost have to like they'd be lazy enough to cover one of their old songs and just like throw a Christmas song on top. Like, Look they, at this mistletoe. Dun, dun, dun. I, I don't got it. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna say something, you motherfucker. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna make a dick joke, but I just yeah, myself. you always making dick jokes. What's up, Silky and Filthy Kyle Bowen, Trevor Beggs, Beggsy? How are you doing? Hey man, what can I say? One week till Australia. Last time I'm in the studio. This is one of two episodes we're recording today. We're gonna, have a, we're gonna have another one coming out about the top ten storylines of the decade. That's gonna be a fucking awesome episode too. But this one, if you're listening to this one, we got a good debate for you. We were chatting about this before the podcast started, mm. so let's get right into it. Let's go. The big news of the week was obviously Taylor Hall being acquired by the Arizona Coyotes. Yes, Kyle, not the Phoenix Coyotes, but the Arizona Coyotes. Now. The Arizona Coyotes were already one of the best teams in the division. I believe they became they were the top, they became the top team in the division like the day before the trade, or uh, overtaking Edmonton. There, um, we were tossing this around, but the Coyotes 
when I look back on these decade stats, they were the worst team of the decade in terms of win percentage. The worst team. Now, Damn. they're on the rise. Some would say they're on the rise faster than the Canucks. So, Kyle, I'll ask you this. I got three decade decade questions here before we get into our Christmas wishes for each NHL team. But which team is going to win the cup first? The Arizona Coyotes or the Vancouver Canucks? Wow, this is... This is an absolute nightmare type of question. Let's be real. Because, you know, as someone that is from Vancouver, that is proud to be from Vancouver, I love the city. I love the people in the city. Right now, I feel bad for the people in the city who have to watch the Vancouver Canucks because they're going through a bit of a rough patch right before Christmas. And nobody wants that. They want the holidays to be jolly. And we got a lot of, I wouldn't say crazy, you know, the reputation of this city and its fan base around the league, I think it's... I, th I think it's wrongfully poor. You know, the wrong words are being used when they describe when they describe the fan base here. They think that they're crazy, that they don't understand, that they jumped the gun, blah, blah, blah. Look, this city hasn't had shit in 50 years, okay? And this was a year that they're supposed to be a strong bubble team, right? Am I right? Strong bubble team. A strong bubble the team. They can't do the same thing that they've been doing year after year after year with this regime. And now we're hearing talks about a Travis Green firing. There's a lot of things going on. Pump the brakes. And now you're and now you're bringing up this dumb question, one that oh man, it hurts the soul of man. Is Arizona going to win a cup? Does it hurt the soul because well, you think yes. Arizona's going to win first? Well, I think both teams are still far away from being a cup contender. Is Arizona closer? Uh, it's hard to say, man. I I think Let's not over-exaggerate what they did with this trade. Yeah, they, they they acquired one of the best wingers in the league. They do have a good young core, but are any of their players better than Quinn Hughes? Are any of their players better than Elias Pettersson? I don't think so. Now, the question was, are they closer to, closer to winning a cup? And if you look at the standings, yes. And, and what's to say that... Ah, oh man. It's just... I was going to say, what's to say that, that, this, that this team under the Benning regime, can't turn it around like Arizona seems to be doing with the Chaika regime. You know, I would I would put Chaika and Benning prior to this season on the same level. I, I would have put Chaika above Jim Benning, but you're right. They're probably both considered maybe bottom 10 GMs in the league. Yeah. Chaika made a lot of interesting moves, moves that were kind of widely criticized, and that included signing Christian Dvorak to a seven-year contract before he did anything. Seven years. You signed Keller. I mean, that's... It's still a bit of a debate. He's on him to a, a seven plus million uh, dollar deal per year before he's really done anything in the NHL. I mean, he had that great rookie season, but he's been a 40 point guy, 50 point guy in the last couple of years. Questionable moves in Arizona, but man, like he's to, to get Kessel for Galchenik, who was kind of a problem player and now to get Taylor Hall. And now they're adding offense to a team that's already very well structured. You got to like their chances of at least making the playoffs or not winning around this year. But when we talk about cup oh, contenders... Oh, they'll, they'll make the playoffs. I think for me to even say that, and everyone knows on this program, I've been bashing Arizona, uh, the fan base there for a while. You know, when you, when you read books about hockey and you read about how... how what Arizona's gone through in what the past decade and a half is so detrimental to the league and its success. Yeah, I, I've been talking shit, rightfully so, in my opinion. And now you guys seem to be turning it around and... Trevor's asking me this dumb question, pissing me off, because it, it may be the case. And I, I want hockey to work everywhere. I really do. I also want more teams in Canada. And if Arizona starts winning, that team is not going anywhere. So 
a lot of things going on right now, man. Uh, Arizona's making the playoffs. I mean, if you look at the Pacific Division and look at the the gap that they've kind of created, and now they got Taylor Hall, and their goaltending is is great, really good. But it's very New York Islander asking the. It is. That, it is. Yeah. It is. Rightfully so. It is. Kemper's not a world beater, but the system they have in place, it'll, they don't allow a lot of high danger chances. They keep a lot of shots to the outside. Um, but to go back to the original question, who's winning the cup first? <laughs> it's hard to say, man, but I, I still lean towards the Vancouver Canucks. It's because of the star power, right? It's because of the star power, but... <sighs> That's the only thing Vancouver has right now. I mean, yeah. they, they have the star power at the top. When it comes to having a number one defenseman and a number one center, they already have that. Are we jumping to conclusion? Are we jumping the gun again? No, we're not. We, we're, we're using the eye test. The eye, the eye test still matters in the world of analytics, okay? It still does. And what I'm seeing, throw the bias away, are two incredible players playing for the Vancouver Canucks. Again, I don't think Taylor Hall is a better player or a better asset than Hughes or Patterson. Yeah, not a chance. But Taylor Hall may be a top 10 Arizona Coyote of all time. Already. Yeah, he's up there with Paul Bissonnette. There you go. And Phil Kessel. Didn't we call Kessel the greatest Phoenix Coyote There you of all go. Time? Hey, I'll Coyote. say it again too. If Arizona makes the playoffs and if, there, if there's any Arizona fans out there listening to this podcast, I'm buying you a jersey. You just got to be the first one to message message us on Twitter at Silky and Filthy. Real talk. I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll eat my words. Again, I just want the NHL to work everywhere do i also want another team in canada yes was i thinking that arizona was possibly one of those teams yes was i was i hoping that you guys would have another bad season and something may happen down the road miraculous uh what's the word how do you say that miraculously Did yep. I say it? yeah you got it you got it that was why was that so you difficult made it harder to say? than it needed to be man don't you remember that time a, a bit off topic but that's what we do here okay puck talk and bullshit ironically this is about puck talk when winnipeg got their team back it came out of nowhere didn't it kind no, of somewhat, speaking. it just, I, I remember it was around, what, 2011, right, yeah. when they announced it, and it just kind of came out of nowhere. I was always I also think dreaming that, of that happening again for another Canadian city. I also think we're a bit biased, because remember, that happened, like, days after the Canucks lost the Stanley Cup final. Mm -hmm. I remember it, I remember it, I remember So, I mean, to say it came out of nowhere is probably, we're probably oh, a bit biased in that sense, too. So, we're just sense. ignoring stuff. Yeah, exactly, man. We're not worried about what's going on in the land. Fair enough. Peg, we're, we're talking about our team. Fair enough. Selling Arizona, cup. do your thing. Be happy. Cheer. Ah, uh, come on, Canucks <sighs> fans. The Canucks, the Canucks. That I would I, suck. I'm saying it, though. The Canucks are still going to win a cup for the Arizona Coyotes. Right but now. But what if it didn't happen? What if Arizona won a cup before Vancouver? You know how mad this city would be? It really would be. It'd be crazy. You think it's crazy now after, what, three straight losses? After, what, five or six wins in their last month or whatever it is? You think it's crazy now? If Arizona wins a cup before the city of Vancouver in Canada, the place where the Stanley Cup was named after, come on. The city would go nuts. Maybe it hurts more because it's a division opponent. Oh, it would hurt. But, I mean, I don't know. I look, you look at other teams, too, that won the cup for the first time. We saw Washington, St. Louis. Let them. How let about em. Carolina? You know, these are all, like... The Carolina one, Tampa I, was, Bay. I was a bit younger. Tampa Bay around the time. I didn't really Anaheim. bring in the the city when it came to how I felt about another team winning the cup. I just, Vancouver, man, we deserve good hockey here, man. This is, my people are sad right now, you know? My people are sad. It's Christmas next week. Their team is losing games. People do believe that this is, the end is near for the Canucks. They're already jumping, they're jumping off the wagon. Nah, don't jump off the wagon. Don't jump off, man.
listen to a little Tej. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna broad. I'm gonna open up the question a little bit more, man. So you're kind of on the fence about who's one of the cuffers. I'm Arizona. on the fence. Yeah, it's hard to say. Okay, so I'm gonna open it up and make it even tougher for you. Which which first time team is gonna win the cup in twenty mm. in the 2020s? Okay, I'll give you the Vancouver. options. <laughs> Vancouver. There we go. That's the correct answer. Fuck the other options, man. Hey. You got the right answer. So here's the teams who haven't won a cup yet. So you got the Sabres, Canucks, Sharks, Panthers, Predators, Jets, Coyotes, Wild, Blue Jacks, and Golden Knights. That's 10 franchises in the league Damn. that have never won. For me, it's the Golden Knights. It's the Golden Knights. I still think the Golden Knights are a, a crazy good team. Yeah, their, I mean, their window is, is small, though. Like They've got a bit of an older team. They don't really have a good goalie plan after Marc-Andre Fleury. Their time to win is the next three years. I think... How long do you think they'll be capitalizing off the fact that they're misfits and they get a bit of adrenaline from that? They still have that that nail in their back that's motivating them. Can that last a couple more years? Because right now, the way they play, I know they got off to a bit of a slow start. We just saw them kick Vancouver's ass, so maybe you know there is that type of bias when it comes to this point. But the way they play, they're the most team-oriented team in the league. They're entertaining. They're all bought in. There's no heroes on that team, but again, they're all bought in. The Vegas Golden Knights, they're a damn good hockey team, man. They could win this year. 2020 Stanley Cup. They could do it. They could be the first. They'd be my choice. Real talk. Yeah, I, I had them earlier in the season, I think, to go to the Stanley Cup final as well. Uh, I still think they're a crazy good team. I think they've been a bit unlucky. And I mentioned in, in the quickie earlier, too, that the two locks in the Pacific to make the playoffs, in my mind, are Arizona and Vegas. Whoa. Who would have thought that? Could you imagine that Western? Well, it can't be the Western Conference Finals, but Desert Teams. Oh man, the city of Vancouver, man. Just get a damn cup, all right? Get a damn cup. You know, I, I thought I was gonna be patient, more patient. You know, I've done the math. If I'm just healthy, eat my vegetables, go to the gym, you know, am happy, I can live on this earth for another 75 years. Why not get to 100? I'll have plenty of time to witness the first Stanley Cup in Canucks history. But I kind of really want it to to happen sooner than later. You know, within this decade. Just I just gotta say, man, you gotta be patient and be a little bit what more do you mean positive. Patient. Hey, 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 listen to me. Years. Listen to me. Listen to me, okay? 2020s. This is the year that the Canucks are gonna win okay. their first cup. Wow. This is the core they got in place, man. They're gonna okay. hit their peak probably, I'd say early to middle to the middle of the decade, perhaps. Does it does it bother you a little bit that there is a strong chance that this team won't win a cup? By the time you have your first kid? No, it doesn't bother me because that, that could be, that's, that's, I, I'd be shocked if the Canucks won a cup before I had my first kid. So, so you just kind of set yourself up, you know, in your mind. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, you, yeah, know, you know how you go through, go through life fantasizing about your team winning the mug and you think about the party, the after party, the vacation. You know, it's not the same. Are you taking a vacation of the Canucks on the cup? Oh, bro. Yes. I already thought about the vacation I'm taking when the Packers win the Lombardi Trophy this year. Okay, do you have different vacations for both or what? It it's it all falls under similar similar guidelines. Now the one obviously in Vancouver would be a, a lot different, but I am taking a couple of days off if the Packers win the Lombardi Trophy. Legit, I'm taking a couple of days off. We need time to watch the parade. I'm taking that day off as well. Would you fly to Green Bay for no. the parade? <sighs> I'd be like depends, a last depends. minute flight. flight it right? would be a last minute flight. And I wouldn't need to book a hotel. I just sleep on the fucking. I just sleep on the ground. You wouldn't sleep. I just get a tent. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I don't know. You know what? I'm holding out. I'm not having kids until the till, till the Canucks win the Stanley Cup. Okay, you heard it here first. 
no girlfriend, no kids, no nothing. Whoa, no, whoa, no whoa, commitments. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No commitments. All right, I'm back on that train. I'm waiting for this damn team to fulfill the city's dream so I can live my fantasy, okay? I'm waiting. The Canucks, you guys better win the cup in the 2020s. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know if I can take it. What If I'm 36 or 37 and there's no cup, I'm getting an arranged marriage, man. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. I'm getting an arranged marriage. I'm going to Fiji. We're going to do it the uh, the traditional way. And I'm copping a kid in the first nine months. Holy shit. This is, this it's got, all going down. I'm, this I'm just, got real, man. I'm just signing up for the nine to five life. Okay, this, this got real. It this did, got real and it's sure. real. Put me on record, okay? If the Canucks don't win a cup by 2030, it's over. You heard it here first on Silky and Filthy. Kyle is on a semen strike. Yes. Until the end of the decade. Yes. Okay. I well. go from Kyle Bowen to Mukesh Bowen. <laughs> Mukesh. Uh, it's got a nice ring to it, man. I'll give you that. Okay. Well, I'll cheer you up with another. You're getting me emotional, man. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll try to cheer you up with another little uh, a little decade question I had. Uh, one one debate I had. Who had the biggest choke of the decade? And I'm just I'm just giving you give you two two options. Was it Tampa Bay against Columbus, which I think you would think is the obvious answer, or was it Toronto? against the Boston Bruins in 2013. Yeah, I mean, it would I think the easy answer would be Tampa just based on how great their season one season season was, sorry, and how historic Yeah, the the, the record was. I mean, that record, we may never see it again. It was so it was so out of this world. But what Toronto did in the last what, 8 minutes, 9 minutes of that game? I I remember watching that and I hated Boston, you know? Yeah, yeah. As a sports fan, that was kind of beautiful to see, man. It, it was, all go down. I think Tampa had the bigger choke, but the most the most enjoyable one was watching Boston beat Toronto. Like I remember watching that game, being like, "They're actually gonna fucking do this. This is incredible." And for like, the, and it was, was loud in that building, bro. And that was the first time the Leafs had made the playoffs in a decade. <laughs> and that was the result. Like that was oh the shortened season. Oh man, yeah, it was lockout season. Yeah, oh, exactly. that was my last year of university. Yeah, there you go. Good times, man. I remember. I, we were in uh, Hamilton's class, right? Yeah, Mark Hamilton. What an OG, man. Retired yeah, now. That guy, was, that guy was cool, dude. I remember the book we had, too. It was uh, Principles of Journalism, right? Yeah, he would just write the craziest shit on the board. He'd just like, are, are, are what we doing? <laughs> he wrote, what did he write? What a it, crazy teacher, He wrote man. something like, is journalism bullshit? And then he wrote, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, man? What's going on? Is journalism bullshit? Nah, it isn't. Not good journalism. Yeah, I think they're yeah. There's just a, different facets of journalism now. So there's a lot of there's a lot more bullshit journalism out there now. Yeah. But there's a lot of good journalism too. There is, there know? is. People just get. Can I give you guys a New Year's resolution? All right, all right. Put down the music. Put down the music. Hey, there's a bullshit. <laughs> okay, this is a New Year's resolution. Stop thinking that the world is such a horrible place. Real talk. Don't 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 do that anymore. Cause it isn't. Is there a lot of bullshit, Trevor? Yes. I just answered that for you. But there's also a lot of a lot of beautiful things happening. And I think that if you can embrace that side of the world, 2020 and onwards will be will be beautiful to you too. Just just remember there are a lot of good things happening in the world. Yeah, I agree, man. I mean, uh Trump got impeached today, so I think uh, you know, beautiful things are happening. Beautiful things are happening. What does that mean? Is he done? Yeah, he's done. He's done skis, he's out. What do you mean he's done? You got impeached. You just learned about this now. I don't. Yeah, it only, ha it only happened today, so I won't give you. No, too much no, time. I don't even know. Like I, 
I, I, I don't have it blocked on Twitter, like the word Trump. I just, you know, I we just talked about the negatives, the positives, all that stuff. I, I don't, that shit just bothers me, okay? It's not that I try avoiding confrontation. I really don't. On the internet, though, I do my best to do so. Nice, man. You know? Great job. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really pay attention to Trump, but he's done that's what it means yeah are you just being sarcastic i don't I know, know. I'm, I'm dead serious like like the i don't know what impeach means i know i'm, I'm an idiot it basically but... means they're kicking him they're, they're firing him for being president wow is is everyone, he's, he's is, gonna do his own episode of the pre, of the apprentice and fire himself is, you're fired trump is everything okay though but the world's not coming to an end no war well i mean a republican compared trump to jesus today so there's that but uh that's not the beautiful things in the world we're talking about so true 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 but the world is a beautiful place, Shout man. Shout out to the humans out there, man. Beautiful world out there. You know what? We, it's easier to, to go all over the world more than ever. We can connect with anyone all over the world more than ever. It's uh, a lot of great things happening out there. Yep, yep. Going to be a great decade, man. I'll, I'll finish off my, my decade debate with one other question here. There were six cup winners in the decade, okay? Okay. Which cup winning team was the best? Like if you're going to have a showdown with all of them. I mean, there's Chicago won three times, LA won twice, Pittsburgh won twice, and then Boston, Washington, and St. Louis all won one. If there was one team you could pick out of that as the best one in your mind, which one would it be? My favorite was Washington. Yeah, that was the most enjoyable. That's the only one that I had an attachment to. Because, well, I guess you could say the 2011 one. Yeah, obviously we had the attachment for the wrong reason, but... I was one of those sports fans, and I, t- I still think I am, is when my team is out of it, it's, I don't have an, an emotional attachment. I don't really care for who wins it. I'm just, I'm just watching, you know, yeah. being entertained. But that Washington one felt a little different. You just want to see Ovechkin win, you know, and that team was really good. Yeah, Let's be real. Were. That team was stacked. Yeah, definitely. I, they were my favorite team of the cup winners. In terms of the best, it's hard, it's hard for me not to go with the Kings in 2012. I know they were, were in eighth seed, but if you're purely talking about the playoffs, they absolutely dominated. They dominated those playoffs. What, they had three losses by the time they reached the cup final? And then they, oh, beat, they yeah. beat Jersey in six, but it wasn't really that close. Like, to me, that was the 2012... They were firing on all cylinders. It was a shitty Stanley Cup final for sure, but that team was incredible. The run they went on was unreal. Mm-hmm. So I think that would have been the most dominant team. And I I could be wrong. They faced Arizona, right? Phoenix in that, yep. in that run in the, as well. In the conference final. And Dustin Penner scored the game winner. Or the yeah. series winner, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I think... What did that series go to... I think that series went to six. Yeah, I, could, I think that was the one that they lost two games in. Yeah, yeah. And what, they, they swept New Jersey? No, no, they beat Jersey in six. But they swept their second-round opponent, and they uh, beat the Canucks in five. So they, so they had three losses going into the Stanley yeah, Cup yeah, final. Yeah, exactly. To me, that was the most dominant Stanley Cup team out there. I, I, I'm yeah, not Yeah, that was sure. a run. They were... Yeah. They were uh, I remember watching that run. They obviously kicked... Canucks out pretty early. Thank you, Duncan Keith. I know you're not playing for the Kings, but you really fucked us there, buddy. Injuring Daniel. Uh, fucking pancake boy. Damn, yo. That chicken wing elbow. That year was a dark year for me, too. Ah, come on, man. Let's not talk about the dark years. I know, man. Okay, but, you know, okay. Just bringing it up, Kyle, man. Just Arizona a- winning a cup for the Canucks. You're bringing up 2012 now. One of those episodes when it comes to puck talk. Do you not realize that I've been running, sipping on a 40? I've been watching every Canuck game. You know, I have that whole 21-day theory where if you do something for 21 straight days, you become addicted. That thing becomes part of your lifestyle. I've watched every single Canucks game this year. I think I've missed two live ones, but, you know, I, I recapped them. I, I went back to the film. I'm back, baby. I'm back. The Canucks are in my blood. If you cut me up right now, there's blue and green in my bloodstream, Okay. 
If you go into my bedroom right now, I already painted it blue and green too. Now, is that embarrassing? Okay, let's talk about this. Okay, let's, you know what? We're having fun, okay? It's the last episode live. I don't see Trevor for a couple more weeks. I'm pretty sad, not gonna lie. Hey, that's a bullshit. <laughs> okay, I'm at the bar. The bar is a pretty romantic place. Like a nice, I'm talking about one of those nice bars, okay? I got a, I got a suit and tie on. One of those ones, right? Cocktail bar. All right, yeah, one of those okay. ones. You know, cheapest drink, 11 bucks, 12 bucks. One of those places, I see a beautiful girl. I walk over to her, start talking to her, smooth game, get, getting to know her, asking her the questions, and most importantly, listening to the answers. Boom, bam, one thing leads to another, and, and seven dates later, because that's my rule, because I'm a fucking gentleman, okay? Seven dates yeah. later, I invite her over, cook her dinner. She wants to, you know... Check out the bedroom. Check out the sheets. She walks into my bedroom and she sees the walls are painted in Canucks blue and green <laughs> with some jerseys hung up on the wall. Am I still getting laid? After seven dates, you better be fucking getting laid. <laughs> but yeah, uh, well, yeah, I don't know if it's helping your cause. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Unless she's a Canucks Why, fan. Why, though? Yeah. Unless she's a Canucks and, fan. Well, even if she isn't, you don't think that she'd find that, I don't want to say cute. Here's here's the thing. I think when you when you get older, <laughs> yeah, you gotta you, put you, that shit away. It, it, it can be out, but like not in the bedroom, you know. But you have, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, you know. Like I, I'm back, baby. I'm back, feeling like I'm a Vancouver, right? My my walls are painted blue and green. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry, ladies. If anything, that just shows my loyalty. That should be foreshadowing what's to come. When you put on the mood, uh, uh, the mood music, are you putting on uh, "Where the Streets Have No Name" by U2? <laughs> 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 Oh, bad, right? A after uh, the first session, you know, just laying down, pillow talking, I just throw out some highlights on my phone. <laughs> oh, man. Eh, it is what it is. We'll 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 cross that bridge when yep. we get there. And you remember, it's seven-date rule. Be a gentleman. Hold the door open. I'm talking about the door to the restaurant, the door of your car, everything, okay? Be a gentleman, okay? Seven-date rule. I got to give you some props. You should turn on the music for this one. Okay. Turn it down. Okay. Okay. Kyle? Yeah? All Silky right. and Filthy is all about puck talk and bullshit. Yeah. That might have been the best mix of puck talk and bullshit uh, you've ever done. Do I have that an applause? The best one. Oh, I don't have the applause here. What's this one? Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I'll do it oh, for you, man. man. I know. Like I said, it's the last episode of the year that we're recording together in the same room. I'm going to miss the homie Trevor. He helps me with my lady problems, okay? He really does. Yeah. So I had to get that out there. You were pretty blunt about it. Maybe I should not paint my walls blue and green. Yeah, save it for like another room in the house, you know, the spare bedroom or something. That might be the hey, best. Hey, man, then I need the streams the to go bed. up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you, you know what, man? You, you, it's Christmas. You can do whatever you want. And hey, okay. We're, we're gonna end this. We're gonna end this show on a on a fun, silly puck talk and bullshit kind of note here. Kyle, we're gonna have all the power. We're gonna be fucking Santa Claus. What? You're gonna be fucking Santa Claus? Yeah. I'm oh, gonna, like I'm you're gonna, gonna be you're going to be Santa Claus, not fucking Santa Claus. Well, we'll see. We'll see how the segment goes, man. But damn, damn, what we're damn. gonna do is we're gonna give, we're gonna grant one wish for each NHL, NHL team. Now, fans of these teams, you might like it, you might not. Hey, hey! But first, we gotta run an ad, okay? Run an ad. We gotta get paid. Christmas is coming up. Shit's expensive. See you on the other side. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ho, 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 and a glass of rum and eggnog. That's what's going on. Welcome back to Silky and Filthy. I'm Trevor Beggs. He's Kyle Powen. This is your home of puck talk and bullshit. On home the of the West Coast bias too, baby. Oh, yeah, there you go. Sorry, sorry, I had to do it. Kyle, you're feeling it, man. You like, I'm feeling it, man. Do you like, I'm happy. Do you like, do you like the eggnog and rum? Have you tried no, it No, no, you know, I'm not an eggnog type of dude. That's not what, you know, I don't, I don't want to put all Fijians in a box. I don't want to put all Fendians, Fijian Hindus in a box. But I don't think that's a thing we do. Nah, you know, give me some milk, give me some cookies. You know, somebody's got some some cake laying around, some candy canes. Eggnog, I don't know. Just never been that rum and eggnog type of guy. Give me the rum, put it on the rocks, ladies. Like I said, put it on the rocks. You know, that's how a man drinks, you know? Yeah, you gotta build that boost dash for when you bring a girl over after seven dates. I what? guess that's your game plan. The boost what? The boost dash. Oh, come on. Oh. Everyone has a boost dash in the house. You gotta like have all the drinks there. You never know what she's gonna no, want. I just got books, ladies. <laughs> no boost, just books. <laughs> I can't I can't make you a drink, but would you like to read a book with me? I'll read you the book, baby. Oh, Holy shit. shit. Who whatever ladies out there listening to this, you're single, I'm single, slide in. Make love happen. Why not? It's the holidays, baby. Hey, slide in the DMs, silky and filthy. I promise not to read them. We'll, we'll let Kyle <laughs> run the Twitter account from now on. Uh, oh, sp- speaking of making dreams come true, let's make some dreams come true for NHL teams. Uh, There's going to be some bias on my part here, but let's go through it, man. One Christmas wish for each NHL team. We're going to rip through it fast. I'm going to start in the Pacific Division, of course. It's the show of the West Coast bias. Let's go. Anaheim Ducks, your Christmas wish, I'm granting, giving you back the Mighty Ducks jerseys. Because there's, 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 there's one of the best jerseys in the NHL. I fucking hate the jerseys they have right now. Oh, yeah. I'm not the, a fan at all. The color scheme is... You know, shout out to my boy, Brando. He he actually is a big Ducks fan in the city of Vancouver. He's damn CP's DJ. And he he actually has a, jo- a jo- Josh Gibson. No, John Gibson. What am I John saying? Gibson, John Gibson, yeah. John Gibson, yeah. What's going on here? I'm uh, still at 80%, okay? He has a Gibson jersey, and it's... Like, the name's, the name's right. The name's nice. The goalie's great. The jersey, ugly. Yeah, 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 super ugly, man. Yeah. It's Arizona or Arizona, Anaheim. Change it up, but I'm going on Arizona next. Kyle, this one's for you. My Christmas wish: granting Arizona for them not to win the cup before the Vancouver Canucks. There you go. I'll take it. Yeah, great wish right there. Um, so yeah, fuck the Coyotes. Um, Ooh. Uh, next team, Calgary. The Christmas wish I'm granting: the return of Johnny Hockey. He's had a pretty rough season. Yeah, he has, and he was one of the most entertaining players in the game. He is. I like to see him not only have a comeback, but actually do something in the playoffs. And I'm not. I, whoa, I don't. Whoa, I, don't whoa. I don't like the Flames. I don't want the Flames winning the cup, but I just want to see entertaining hockey, and especially in the playoffs. I feel like Goudreau's a guy who has never been good in the playoffs. You know what? I've said it many times. We've done many episodes. When Johnny Hockey is going, I put him in my top five. I do. Something about him. Yeah, he's top five in points last year, so he, not up to He lunch. has these moments in games where he takes over. And then you have to kind of blink because 
you're seeing one of the smallest players in the league do do the most amazing things be the best player on the ice on both teams when he wants to take over games and he can do it he's fun to watch he's a treat to watch yeah if you're a calgary fan you know maybe you're disappointed that hall isn't a flame but maybe your wish should just be Gaudreau being back to being back to being that elite guy, being a top five guy in the league. Yeah, bring Johnny Hockey back, man. He's hey, he doesn't have much longer to be the best small guy in the Pacific Division because hey, Quinn Hughes, he's coming along. Real talk. Taking that spot. Yeah, that's a great question for another episode. <laughs> there we go. Uh Edmonton, your Christmas wish is uh Dwayne Rolson. Because you guys need some fucking goaltending, man. Have you guys had a good goaltender since Dwayne Rolson? took you to the Stanley Cup final? I don't think so, man. So Dwayne Rolston's coming out of retirement. Just for you, Oilers fans. Just for you. You're welcome. Roly the goalie. Can we name all... Can, let's name as many Oilers goaltenders post-Dwayne Rolston. Oh, my God. Okay, we got... Ty Con DeLaurier. Was Ty Conklin around then? He was the backup. Yeah? Yeah. Um. Obviously, Dubnik. Yeah, Dubnik was a big one. I mean, yeah, Talbot, Koskinen, Talbot, Smith. Koskinen, Smith. Uh, Are we this bad at this? Do we watch hockey? We should know this. The Oilers were irrelevant for a decade. <laughs> they were, but they weren't going through goaltenders. Did they have? No, they didn't have Abby Bullen. Did they? No, they didn't. Did they? <laughs> I, I don't think they did, but no, I I, I kind of just ring a bell, doesn't it? It does. Um, ah, we, we don't got time to kill it, man. Fuck it. We Oilers. don't, okay. We, uh, we really can't name any of the Oilers goaltenders during their time of irrelevancy. I got one, uh, yeah, one word to describe the Oilers goaltending over since Dwayne Rolson, irrelevant. Yeah. Uh, next up, LA Kings. A couple of things I could have done here, but uh, my Christmas wish for you guys is uh, just take some of Jared Stoll's Molly. Oh, wow. you, you guys need it to perform. <laughs> wow. They're falling behind in the standings. They're not a great team. You know, we know Drew Daddy loves to party. Hey. You know what? What, what better way to amp the team up than uh, illegal drugs? Be safe, kids. <laughs> Clean illegal drugs. Yes, yes, of course. Yes, yes, get, yes. get your illegal drugs tested, kids. Come on. It's easy enough to do. It's 20 fucking 19. Go no, your time. dealer. Um, next <laughs> up, San Jose Sharks. My Christmas wish for you guys is um, you guys need some secondary scoring. You need some depth. So how we go and acquire Mike Hoffman? Wow. I think that would be a great fit for the San Jose Sharks. So what happened? Did Carlson and Hoffman get into a fight earlier this season? Did they play each Hoff other? Yeah, yeah, it was about a week or two ago. Hoffman tried to challenge Carlson to a fight. You, was it a joke? Were they laughing? No, it wasn't was it a joke. It was serious. Yeah, that was a, that was a big deal. And yeah. some mean things happening there back in Ottawa. And I mean, it did not It did involve the players somewhat, but in, it really just it involved mainly the wives. The right? wives yeah. And I mean, your, your wife's your ride story. or die, right? Weird story. I was surprised. Like, no, neither players had a career fight, and all of a sudden, Hoffman decides to try to fight Carlson. I didn't see it coming. Yeah, because, again, you thought it was just a a wife thing. But, yeah, ride or die, it happens. Mistakes happen. And, uh, yeah, that would have been something, though. That would have been an emotional fight. Now, I don't see Hoffman, yeah, being a shark anytime soon. That's not going to happen. But they do need secondary scoring. Yeah, they really do. But, yeah. hey, Mike Hoffman, he could be available. You never know. <laughs> Consider it, consider it, Sharks. New coach, new team. These are shitty gifts, right? Yeah, depends. Yeah. Some okay. of them might be good, some of them might be shit. Okay. Depends how I was feeling. Uh, Vancouver Canucks, I know I've been a hater on it, but maybe, just maybe, the Christmas wish should be more of the skate jersey. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm starting to come around, man. Maybe I'm maybe I'm starting to like the look of pasta on a jersey. The look Canucks of pasta? Have, the Canucks Do you like pasta? Oh, I love it. Of course. Absolutely so love it. You should love the jersey. Yeah. I don't know if I like it on on my shirt, but um, no, the Canucks, 
They played some good games wearing the skate jersey, at least entertaining games, you know? Kind of reminds you of the high-flying 90s hockey that they used to play. Mm-hmm. Bring it back some, for some more games. You know, I'm, I'm coming around. Mm-hmm. But I still prefer blue and green, so mm-hmm. you know, just bring it back a little bit. Vegas Golden Knights. What you guys need is the return of the Vegas flu for road teams. So Vegas, in their first two years, absolutely slaughtered teams on home ice. This year, they were barely over 500 on home ice. What's happening, man? Well, are teams not partying in Vegas anymore? Have they learned their lesson? I actually talked about this on sipping on a 40 when the Canucks got their ass kicked in Vegas once again. And I brought up the Vegas flu and how it's hard for teams to go into Vegas because of that. Now, for a young team like the Canucks, yeah, you could see them you know, using Vegas to its advantage and doing everything you want in Vegas, a.k.a. go sightseeing. And that could be a detriment to your play on the ice because it's Vegas. And if you've ever been to Vegas, places, uh, there's some stuff to do there. Yo, I'm just, yeah, I'm looking You're back. You're reminiscing on your yeah. times in Vegas. I can see it's, it in your eyes, man. I could only imagine if I went to Vegas with a million dollars. Yeah. You know, being a millionaire. But anyways, yeah, the Vegas flu, it, it is something, I guess it's not working to their advantage this year. And maybe it's because teams are more strict they kind of get it maybe they're arriving to the city what five hours before game time you know just planning it out who knows you know yet no we're not we're not going to vegas nope we'll we'll go there a couple hours before the game but we're not we don't need a hotel nope not at all i would do that hell yeah that that's like one of the best home arenas outside of the record this this season in the whole league that place is an intimidating place to play outside of the distractions they have a great team the fans are involved now is there a good chance that those, that those fans, prior to hitting up the rink, went on the strip, had a good time, got you know got got revved up, had a little pregame? They're going. Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers, he he's always telling the fans to go live it up during the tailgate sessions. There just you be- go, man. Just before the game starts. So when you're in the arena, you actually give your team that jolt. Um, yeah, I guess I guess they do want the the Vegas flu to come back. That w- that would be something. Hey, well done, great team. It, it'll really help them when they're uh, going to win the cup this year. So um, okay, need okay. That back. Let's go to the uh, the Western. The we're still sticking in the West, but the Central Division. Colorado, they got it all right now, man. But I'm I'm gonna say your Christmas wish, Bowen Byram. Like that's the this is the one way the team is gonna get better when Bowen Byram starts playing for these guys. Mm-hmm. Holy! Could you imagine shit. in May if they get him? Yeah, <sighs> it could be like Makar all over again. Yeah, it could. Yeah. Crazy player, man. Colorado. They're gonna be a fun. I want I really want to see a Vegas, Colorado showdown. That would be such a fun I, fucking series. I, I wonder to watch. if Hall didn't go to to Colorado because they only wanted a Byram or a New Hook. Yeah, I, I think reports are saying that he wasn't gonna sign there long term. And maybe it's a money thing. I don't know. Colorado's got a lot of contracts coming up. Yeah, you know what? With McKinnon saying what he said earlier. There's yeah. the team philosophy. Hall's like, fuck no, I'm not taking yeah, less yeah, yeah. money. Well, fair enough, fair enough. Shit. Get, get your money. Do what you got to do. Uh, Chicago, my Christmas wish to you guys is uh, <laughs> go get our Artemi Panarin back. Ah, uh, you guys really fucked it. That was that was one of the worst trades of the fucking decade. Oh man. yeah, hundred percent. Terrible trade by the Chicago worst, Blackhawks. One of the worst trades in NHL history. Yeah, hell, it's up there, man. I mean, they could have kept that thing going for a bit if they had Panarin and yeah. Stable still. Man, yeah, can you yeah. imagine? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, crazy. Uh, let's go to Dallas. Uh, I'm gonna give you guys some walkers and some diapers. Because you got a lot man. of old guys in this team. A mm. lot of old guys. I kind of picked them You're, to be yo, one of the favorites in the West. This guy's talking so much shit like he's not turning 30 in a couple years. It's true, man. Exactly. So watch your fucking mouth, okay? I still feel like I'm 14 at heart, man. 
I don't yeah. need I don't need no walkers. I might need a diaper sometimes. You hey, know. Hey, okay. They work in a retirement home. Lots of hookups there. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Min- shit. Minnesota, I don't I don't got much for you guys. You're kind of an irrelevant team right now. But uh, maybe <laughs> Minnesota's still in the NHL. Yeah, maybe what? The, maybe the return of Jacques Lemaire. Maybe that'll help. You I know? feel bad for the fans in Minnesota. They actually love the sports so much. They're one of those cities. They deserve nothing but the best. Be better, Minnesota. Figure it out. I know Bill Guerin just got there and they're in the middle. They're somewhere in the middle. They're in that confusing state. They're kind of trapped because of Sutter and Parise. Again, I just feel horrible for the people in Minnesota because, once again, they actually really, 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 really love hockey. And they've been really bad in the playoffs and they've been there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do feel for Minnesota as well. Like, yeah, man. To me, the top three fan bases in the States right now, and Vegas. I can't wait. Yeah, Vegas, Minnesota, and Buffalo. Yeah. Those are three craziest American hockey markets in my mind. Uh, and Buffalo, Minnesota have been pretty shit. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe there's a turnaround for you guys in the future. Nashville, you need to fire your coach and hire Barry Trotz. That's that's your dream world. Wow. Gift. Wow. Somehow, some way, right? Uh, somehow, some way. Hey, I didn't say these gifts had to make sense. It's yeah. just, uh, just a pie in the sky kind of wish, man. Hey, you don't get everything on your list. Of course, yeah. Did you ever have that uh, that person call you when you were younger? We'll call your house phone, pretending to be, you know, Santa's little helper, Santa. Like, it's someone from Toys R Us, you know, calls your house. They do a little survey. Obviously, they talk to your parents first, and they're like, oh, you know what? Can you give the phone to your kid? We're going to pretend we're... Santa's little helper, blah, blah, blah. That you never had one of those calls? I, I might have, but my dad fucking hates those calls. So oh, we probably would have yeah. hung up before I ever got to it. Oh, my parents were like, oh, look, Santa wants to talk to you. What, oh, Santa? I want a GameCube. I want all this, blah, blah, blah. But I was smart. You know, I hustled. I talked in the same room as my parents. I knew how the game worked. Young age, I knew it. I believed in Santa, but, you know, I got to give props where props were due. I knew who was making those gifts happen. The parents. My, shout out to my parents. I love my fucking mom and dad. They would actually write Christmas notes. Fucking Fendians, yo. Fijian, Canadian, Hindus, all-stars. Real legends. There you go. I'll have an eggnog and run for you guys. Let's go. There you go. Um, St. Louis is next. I'm skipping them. They just won the fucking cup, man. You guys don't get Christmas. Oh, yeah. They're, the Fuck bro, they're, they don't even want gifts. No, nobody in St. Louis wants gifts. Yeah, they're good. 50 years without a cup. You guys just, you guys just keep partying, This is man. what people in St. Louis are doing. They're having their Christmas dinner. You know, with the family, they're so happy. Everyone's rocking a Blues jersey, you know? And then after everyone eats dinner, they're going to huddle around the TV and they're going to watch that championship DVD. Hell yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Do it. Live it up. That's yeah. If the, again, if the Canucks win the Cup, I'm going nuts. Yes, I'm taking a vacation, but after the vacation, I'm still going nuts. And the Christmas after they win the Cup, I'm oh. doing that exact thing. Oh, I'm yeah. sitting down and I'm watching the DVD. Oh, bro. Bonus footage. Bonus footage, everything, man. Hook it up to my veins, bro. Yeah, let's go, buddy. Uh, let's end off the Western Conference with Winnipeg. Your Christmas gift, Dustin Bufflin, man. Dustin Bufflin. That's what they need. This team is actually better than I expected. That defense looked trash on paper, but their offense and goaltending has been good enough to to keep it going. But you guys need some defense, man. Your Christmas wish, it should be Dustin Bufflin. Yeah, that's probably the best one you thought of. The one that made the most sense. That, was a, that was a great list. Now, we only did the West. I don't know if you have plans for the East. Are we hey, running out of time? Do you want yeah, to do it? Up to you, man. We Recap do have to record a second interview. Uh, not a second interview. We, we do have to record a second episode. It's already 8.30. And to be honest, if you want to if you want to stay true to form, this is the show with the West Coast bias. We could completely forget about the Eastern Conference. We could. They're kind of irrelevant, aren't they? They are, man. Let's talk about Christmas, man. It's the holidays are gone, man. I'm a, fuck the East, man. We don't need to talk about the East. Fuck them. I'm done. Okay, man. What's on your Christmas list? Okay, let's pretend 
that Hannah's listening to this, all right? Come on, man. Just throw it in there. Throw in a couple things on the list, man. And, and just letting you know, if Trevor's actually going to spell out some items, Trevor doesn't fucking care about gifts. He really yeah, doesn't. Yeah, I really don't. He's that dude. He's just waiting for the food and good times. Yeah, that's actually a good one. You know, for my birthday this year, like, I'm, I'm the cook in my house, and Hannah whipped up a sick meal for my birthday. Wow. Sick meal. So I'd be down if she wanted to, you know, just cook naked and make a fucking sick wow. meal. <laughs> Oh man, come on, man! Well, it's my—it's fuck. It's my gift, man. Of course, you gotta be at least in some lingerie, you know. Fair Sometimes enough. you don't want to burn yourself if you're Fair cooking enough. something. So, hey, man, it is what it is, man. Scars aren't good either. That's awesome. Christmas, get what you get, what you want, you know. Have a nice little Christmas morning like that. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, hell, our Christmas night's gonna be uh, in an airport. So there you go. Don't it's- do it yet. Nope, that's not happening at an airport. Unless you guys, you know, have you done the whole Mile High Club thing? <laughs> no we've never that's done impossible. that before, like, i've thought about it i've thought yeah. about it but yeah you're right it's uh i mean be, if you guys have if anyone's done the mile high club give us a shout out man because maybe yeah. i need to do it i'm going on the longest flight of my life oh wow when i go from it LA might happen Brisbane. right here maybe man maybe now maybe this is the time that would actually be a great christmas gift man i'm gonna let her know thanks for that bro <laughs> yo if you guys could pull that <laughs> you off see, i'm the dirty bastard man you brought this up no no I'm so no proud no of you. no he Here's the thing, man. It it'd be, it it would be awesome if afterwards, well, nine months down the road, you know, something beautiful happened out of this. And if you did the math correctly, look back at the dates, look back at the clock. If it happened on the Mile High Club, that's beautiful, man. On Christmas too. Yeah. Like I'm thinking, yo, bro, this may be it right here. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you heard it here first on Silk and Filthy. <laughs> wow, dude. I'm, I'm making a baby at the Mile High Club. Air, wow, On dude. Christmas. On Christmas. Let's make a movie. That is beautiful. That's a fucking miracle. Don't upload the movie. All right? Please don't. I'll Trevor, make, I'll make sure I shave horny my fucking ass for dude. it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be looking good for the camera, man. <sighs> oh, man. Welcome to Silk and Filthy. You're home for puck talk and bullshit. There's an obvious reason why we have the parental advisory logo on all of our shows because it's what we do, man. We're trying to add some personality to the game of hockey. Now, Trevor, did you see this little segment that Sportsnet had on the Oilers? And they interviewed, I think it was James Neal, Nurse, McDavid, blah, blah, blah. And they just asked him all these questions. And it was just the most boring, most pointless NHL thing ever. And I'm not going to front, man. Again, the answers were just super boring, super dry. You, you got McDavid for a couple minutes. Figure it out. I brought this up yesterday on Sipping on a 40 where if you're the interviewer, you're the storyteller, do a better job. I don't think it's just the player's fault. Nardwar, he always says it, you know? Every interview he goes into, watch his TED Talk. For any future journalists out there, broadcasters, watch his TED Talk. He talks about how there's no excuse for having a bad interview. There's yeah, no there's excuse really for having a bad bad story being told. It doesn't matter how lame the other person is being, how boring or mon- monotone that person is. When you have the ability to tell someone else a story, you create the environment, you set the tone, you bring the energy levels up somehow, some way. So, again, this this program right here, Silk and Filthy, it is what it is. It's a, it's a little bit different to the sport of hockey, but, man, it's been a good year. It's been a lot of fun. The network's doing great. I think he's doing great. Yeah, we're growing. We're growing. We're growing. We're growing authentically without the clickbait. 
and it's uh it's been, it's been fun man it's been fun i i want to you know we should make our goal for 2020 our resolution blow this fucking shit up real talk i like not physically but like you know what i'm saying get this shit to everyone in the world of hockey let's help put hockey in the map let's help tell great great stories fun stories bring personality to the game man oh man i can't wait man it's been it's been a fun ride it's been a fun year yeah, yeah, I like the vision you got, man. Love working with you. And yeah, we got we got a lot of great stories to tell about the game of hockey. And you know, if you if you listeners want to do us a Christmas favor, mm-hmm. you can subscribe to the podcast. If you love it, go tell your friends about it. And if you're on a plane and about to go do it in a bathroom, just think of us. That's just think of us, for. man. Just think of us. You probably will be able to last longer now if you're a female listening to this. I, yeah, you can think of us too. Do it. Might yeah, well. why not? We're happy hey, for you. We're happy Guys for you. Guys and girls. Yeah. People make such a big deal about sex, you know? Like, it's the worst thing in the world. What? Who may, who, who no, does like, that? I, I feel as if people will be listening to this. Oh, my God. They're talking about the Mile High Club. Oh, my God. Trevor's talking about his wife having to cook and breakfast naked. These motherfuckers. No, it's Dude, a full dinner. Let's be real. You know, it's just... It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is, right? man. It's a beautiful thing. It's happiness. It's... it's I don't want to get into it, okay? I might, you know, now nah, I don't want to sound like an erotica, but it's a beautiful thing. Oh uh, yeah, you, go have sex on Christmas. That's all I'm saying. And Kyle, you, you, uh, I'm surprised you brought this up because you're going on this whole celib- celibacy streak until the Canucks win the cup. So <laughs> maybe we should stop talking about sex on this podcast just for your own good. All right, yeah, Mr. Seven Day Balance. So it's uh, there you hey, go, man. buddy. There hey. you go. Well, the rest of you listeners, we wish you a very Merry Christmas. Keep on tuning into the Nuxmas Misconduct Network. We got Silky and Filthy. We got the Quickie. Speaking of sex, woo! And we got Whoa. Sippin' on a 40, drunk off Elias Pedersen. I think, Kyle, um, Canucks Nation's going to be getting a little more drunk off Elias Pedersen in the 2020s, that's for, for sure. sure for sure, for sure, man, for sure. Hey, we're so we're getting out of here. Merry Christmas to y'all, and we'll catch you filthy bastards on the next episode. Peace.